G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Today we are talking about first round picks and who should you pair with them in the second round. Let's go! G'day and welcome again to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys NBA and on Instagram at Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball. Today, we are going through one of our most highly requested podcasts, um, one of our most popular videos that we've done, first round and second round pairings. So discussing, I guess the idea of this podcast and this video today is to discuss the ideal pairings that you can start your team with when it comes to your fantasy drafts. Um, today, we're going to be looking at head-to-head category leagues, um, basically trying to find out the best pairings to determine your punt strategy, to start off what you're looking for in your draft, um, and just where you're going to go from the first two picks, which in my opinion establishes what you're looking for in your drafts and can definitely get you off to a good start. Now, the trouble with doing a video and a podcast like this is obviously um, I'm going off rankings, I'm going off ADP data in terms of figuring out where players are going. And I'm finding this video a little bit tougher than I did last year just based on I feel like there's a less consensus, less... Um, less order in terms of where players are going, especially in round two um, with the players that are coming off the board. There's a lot of guys that people are very afraid to take with some risk associated with them. Um, There's a lot of guys there that might fall to the third round in some leagues, might go at the start of the second round in some leagues. So uh, again, before we get started, forgive me if I'm going to repeat a few names. I'm trying to cover as much Uh, possibility as possible. So I've ranked all of the players that I've put next to each player's name in terms of my order of preference. Some of them obviously might not be there, but I'm just putting them there in case that they are. Um, So just be aware that some of them, it might be unrealistic to expect them to be there when it comes to that pick. But again, with some of those riskier guys, Different drafts might be evaluating them differently, so I'm just putting them there. We're going to go through 12 picks and then 12 pairings, so basically a standard size league. If your league is deeper, this will be slightly different, and the uh, ADPs and things like that will be slightly varied. So let's get stuck into it. We're going to start off with, at the top, I'm pretty confident this guy's going to be the number one pick in most leagues, uh, and that is Nikola Jokic. So who do we pair with Nikola Jokic? So obviously, most of the time, you're, you're picking at pick one. He's going to be the first guy off the board. So you're looking at players that are available around pick 24 and pick 25. So you're going to have back-to-back picks there to start round three and end round two. So in my opinion, the best two strategies to... Um, go with a Nikola Jokic starting piece is either a punt threes or a punt blocks strategy. I think they're the best two ways to go about it. So I've got a few players here. I've got about, what have we got? Six, no, five players to pair with Nikola Jokic. In my opinion, if Kawhi Leonard is on the board still, you take him. 
He is someone, one of the guys that I've mentioned before, he's going to be coming up a fair bit in this list. I'm, I'm very high on Kawhi Leonard. Obviously, I think he's a top 10 per game guy. The injury concern is obviously the worry. The back-to-backs resting is a worry. I hate the Clippers' schedule is one thing that I am concerned about, and I think it affects Kawhi more than it does PG. I've had a look, and they've got, I think, a couple of two-game weeks in the playoffs, depending on when your playoffs start or finish. Um, and even in some of those game, some of those weeks, you've got some back-to-backs in the three-game weeks. So even the ones that are three-game weeks could be two-game weeks for Kawhi Leonard. So I don't love him in terms of the playoff schedule, but that is something that will vary league to league. So have a look at your league and when your playoffs finish and uh, when they start and make that call on your own. But I think you go with Kawhi Leonard if he makes it back to your pick 24. Um, and then he is someone who definitely pairs well with Jokic in a punt blocks situation, which I think is a really good strategy this year. If I was to pick a strategy with Jokic, I'd rather the blocks punt blocks build than the punt threes just because of all the injuries that we've seen to guys who provide blocks in the last several weeks, you know, with um, Robert Williams going down. Obviously, Jaron Jackson Jr. is injured to start the season. A few question marks over Christoph Porzingis. Anthony Davis is risky. Um, you know, Miles Turner, where is he going to be playing? There's a lot of guys who block shots who are very up in the air with their availability. So, I think that the punt blocks is preferable for a Nikola Jokic. So the next two guys will also fit that build. So for me, that is DeJounte Murray and a Jimmy Butler, who actually would fit either um, either build. So both of those guys would either fit a punt threes or a punt block. So if DeJounte Murray or Jimmy Butler are there, I'm very happy to take them. I probably wouldn't want to be pairing in this list here. I wouldn't want to be pairing Kawhi and Jimmy um, as an example, just two guys who I feel are risky. So if I do get a Kawhi, then I would be wanting to go one of these other guys on the list that I've got here. Keeping in mind, if you haven't checked out my How to Crush Your Snake Draft video, I've got a lot of discussion there about my approach to risky and injury-prone players. So go and check that video out if you haven't already. I'll leave a link up in the description here so you can check it out. But So Jimmy Butler is an option if Kawhi Leonard is there. Both of those guys obviously target your steals, um, your assists, the points and free throw percentages are really nice. Um, DeJounte Murray is going to give you a big boost to assist as well as good rebounds for a point guard. I'm not super concerned with him at tra- with Trey Young. There might just be a shave off his points and assists a little bit. Um, as a point guard, he's not going to give you huge amounts of threes, but that's fine. You're punting in this category. And then the blocks, obviously, you can decide whether or not you want to punt that as well. So for me, those are the guys there in terms of the guards. A couple of big guys that if you do have a chance, I would love to grab a Rudy Gobert. Pair him alongside a Nikola Jokic. You could even choose to punt the free throw percentage as well. I don't think it's 100% necessary, but it might be worthwhile just to get those blocks in. Or you could go with a Bam at a bio. So Bam is obviously a bit of a... He's better on the free throw percentage. He won't provide you the same amount of blocks there. So... Um, Again, you might be having to look at that later on in the draft, but it would be a nice start to go with a Bam and a Jokic pairing. Get you two guys who are going to give you great percentages. Um, The assists from your bigs are really, really strong. Uh, You start off with some excellent rebounds. The points are nice from your centers. The centers are going to be scarce this year, especially um, guys who give you blocks um, or guys who look after your free throw percentage. So I think that a Bam-Jokic pairing to start your draft would be really, really nice. Your threes are in a bit of a hole at that point, but that's okay. You punt that. So if I could start the draft maybe with like a Jokic, Dejounte Murray and a Bam or a Jokic, um, 
Kawhi Leonard and a DeJounte Murray or a DeJounte Murray and a Jimmy Butler pairing. DeJounte Murray, bam. Those kind of guys is what I'm looking for at that point. I think that's a really nice start to your draft. Your steals, assists, rebounds, points are all going to be really, really strong. The free throw percentage will still be nice and good. You might need to address the blocks later. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think that it, you're still strong enough in that category to not be at the bottom of the pack. So I think that that is a good team to start off with there. Uh, and your turnovers won't be completely in the toilet either, as long as you care about those. So that is Nikola Jokic. Uh, pretty safe to assume he'll be the first pick off the board. Number two, we're going to go through basically the rankings that I would have them in. At number two, I've got Giannis here. So who do you pair with Giannis? For me, he's the second guy off the board. He might come off the board third or fourth, but he should be very much at the top of the first round. So for me, again, in order of rankings, I think it's pretty obvious with Giannis, you're punting threes or you're punting free throw percentage or you're punting both. Um, So for me, if Anthony Davis is there, lock him in, get those blocks. Excellent. You're doing both a punt threes and free throws build. If LeBron James is there, awesome. You're grabbing him. I would then, if those two guys are off the board, this is where I would just snap up Rudy Gobert. Those blocks are going to be so hard to find. You're punting threes and free throws when you grab him. You've already got two guys that are top 10 in that build, probably top five in that build. Um, your field goal percentage is going to be awesome. Your rebounds are going to be awesome. You're probably going to want to look to grab a guard in round three. But to start off with a Rudy Gobert, Giannis build is just awesome. Um, it seems obvious. It is obvious, but I think it's going to be really valuable this year. And the fact that Robert Williams is out, who I had as like a back-end, second-round, early third-round guy, is now injured. I think Gobert's value is even higher now. So those blocks are going to be really scarce. So I would definitely be grabbing Rudy Gobert at that point if I am on the Giannis team. If you wanted to go with the guards, a couple of guards that I do like on this team, DeJounte Murray and Ja Morant are good guys in that punt three slash punt free throw percentage build. They're still going to give you good assists. The steals are going to be there for DeJounte Murray. Ja's going to give you more in the way of points. Um, both have really good field goal percentage for a guard. Um, lack the threes for both of them. Rebounds are there for DeJounte, but also, you know, the threes aren't the rebounds aren't bad for Jar as well. So I prefer DeJounte just with those steals and a slightly higher rebound rate. Um I can look for maybe some points later, but if you wanted the points, which is a viable strategy, then Jar is not a bad option to go with the Giannis team. Um so that's where I have those two guys there. But yeah, if, if I had the opportunity, I think I would lean on just snapping up Rudy Gobert, locking in my blocks, and um, yeah, looking for guards in round three. At number three, who to pair with Joel Embiid? He is a guy here that I think you've got a number of different punt strategies you could go with. The two that I like the most are punt threes or punting assists with Joel Embiid. So for me, I've got at the top of the list here, Kyrie Irving, again, another one of those names where I'm not sure where he's going to be going in drafts. He could go a lot earlier than this, um, but people also might be staying away from him completely. So I popped him in here. If he's available, I think you snap him up. He can be your point guard, and you can look to punt the assists. Um, With Kyrie Irving, yes, he still gives you good assists. That doesn't matter. He's going to be a top 20 player still in that build, and he fills that point guard eligibility kind of spot there that you would need in a, in a punt strategy like that. Going to give you great points, threes. Um, the efficiency from the field and free throw line is awesome. Decent steals. So he's going to fill up a lot of good stats there. The turnovers aren't horrible. So Kyrie Irving would be my first preference. If you do have a Devin Booker there, then I think that he is another good guy to get if you wanted to maybe punt the assists or steals. Um 
And then if you're looking for a punt three strategy, maybe someone, again, I've mentioned his name a couple times, DeJounte Murray is an option, and Bam Adebayo, similar to the strategy with Nikola Jokic. If you start with a Bam and and Embiid, you've got two centers ready to go that should provide top 20 value in a punt threes build. And um, those centers are going to be quite um, scarce this this year, I think. You've got two guys who are going to look after you, both your percentages. Uh, the points will still be nice. The rebounds and assists, both of them should give you over three, three and a half assists per game. Um, you know, a steal per game. Both should get you about a block, uh, maybe a bead and block, a block and a half per game. So maybe less reliance on grabbing those blocks late, like a Jokic build if, if a BAM fell that way. So I think if... if Kyrie Irving and Devin Booker are both gone. I do like pairing a Joel Embiid with a Bam, especially if you drafted Embiid earlier. If Embiid was sort of like a top four or five pick, then I think it's not too much of a reach to grab Bam and just get rid of the threes, start with two centers, and then look at getting guards and forwards and wings um, for your next several rounds. Because I think after this round, there's going to be a lot of emphasis on people having to reach for a lot of centers and especially if you're in a two center league I think it's an awesome way to go about it because um yeah there's not many good reliable centers out there in the NBA right now and especially those guys that can provide blocks and look after your free throw percentage is quite quite difficult to find so for me that would be the best way to go other guys I, I also considered here Kawhi Leonard I just don't know if he fits that that strategy and I don't know if you want to pair an Embiid and a Kawhi I don't necessarily can Consider Embiid super risky or injury prone, but some might. So you might not want to go that way and pair him with a Kawhi Leonard. Um, so that's sort of another one that you sort of could avoid. And then the other one there that I did consider was someone like an Anthony Edwards. Um, it doesn't really fit Embiid's build, but you could maybe go with a punt assist with an Anthony Anthony Edwards and just really lock in some high-level scoring, some high-level threes. Uh, the steals will be decent from Edwards. Um, I think the percentages I'm hoping are going to improve from Anthony Edwards, so I don't mind Anthony Edwards there. If you do get uh, an Embiid more towards the start of the, the rounds, I just wouldn't be reaching too high um, there. You could also leave yourself open to if you wanted to go to a free throw punt and, and Anthony Davis or a LeBron James is still there. I think those two players are good enough that if they fall to you, then you can just switch and pivot and go to a punt free throw build. Um, I think that's still fine. So Embiid leaves yourself quite open with a lot of different strategies. Um, but those are some of the ones that I like the most, okay? Uh, yeah, but I do like that BAM, especially if you are starting with Embiid earlier in your draft. Um, let's move on to the next one, Kevin Durant. Now, Kevin Durant, again, is similar to Embiid where you've got a few different options with your punch strategies. It's a little bit less obvious. Um, so for me, I love a Kevin Durant-Devin Booker pairing because then you're just looking at punting maybe some defensive stats, either blocks or steals or both. Um, I think that that's a really nice one. Devin Booker, to me, feels really safe. So if you go with a Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Durant's your risky guy, Booker's your safe guy. You've got really high points. You've got really high free throw percentage, which is hard to uh, replace later in the draft. The assists are decent when you haven't even taken a point guard yet. Um, Rebounds aren't the best, but it's still something you can maybe grab in rounds four or five. Um, Just make sure that you aren't reaching too much on those big guys, which I expect to be going 
off the board pretty quickly around those late early rounds or early mid rounds. Um, but yeah, I think Devin Booker is my preferred guy here. Paul George is another one that I do like as well. The only issue is that if you consider Paul George risky, I don't necessarily think that he is super risky. Um, and then you, you think the same about Kevin Durant. Maybe you don't want to pair two of those guys together. Not too sure. Um, I think that it, for me it's fine though. You, you might look then to punt the blocks. Um, Paul George does enough in steals to get that category up. Maybe you also look to punt the field goal percentage depending on your third pick. Uh, Paul George is a powerful eligible player. Drags that down a little bit. Uh, but again, it's not someone who you have to force yourself into a punt strategy in the first two rounds. So... For Kevin Durant, I'm okay if you just think there's a guy that you really like. Take the best player available and then sort of see how your team is going from there. Um, A couple other names I threw in here. Anthony Edwards, again, you might maybe look to punt the uh, field goal percentage, turnovers and assists, or or assists, I should say, um, with an Anthony Edwards. Again, he's a guy that's getting a lot of hype. He could break out in a big way. I don't know if, again, if you're getting Durant at two or three, then I would have a look at Anthony Edwards, but I don't think I'd be reaching before pick 20 on, a, on an Anthony Edwards because I think that's just a little bit early. There's better guys on the board still, in my opinion. But um, yeah, I think if I can snag that Devin Booker or a Paul George, I think those are the two guys that I like the most pairing with the Kevin Durant and then maybe an Anthony Edwards as a, uh, a backup option. The last guy that I'll throw in there, again, I've mentioned his name a few times and this is probably the last time that I do, is DeJounte Murray. As someone who, again, Durant, he's not the, he, he is a great shooter, but he doesn't give you the high volume threes like some of these other guys do in the start. So you could look to punt the threes and be really strong in assists, steals, rebounds, blocks. The percentages will both be really strong as well. So you could also go with DeJounte Murray, but he would be sort of my last preference. And I don't think you'll have to. Um, reach to a, a DeJounte Murray at this point. Uh, so, But he is someone that you could consider and go with that punt three strategy. Um, at number five here, so my fifth guy that I would be ranking in my first round is Luka Doncic. Now, to me, in my opinion, free throw percentage is the way that I would be wanting to go with Luka Doncic. So there's also not many guys that elicit a punt free throw percentage. So you usually will have and you will find that there is a few guys available for you to select in this build. Now, for me, if you're getting Luka Doncic, there's really only three players that I'm looking at to target in the second round. It's one, Anthony Davis. It's two, LeBron James. And it's three, Rudy Gobert. If I can get... So let's start with Anthony Davis. Again, the scarcity of blocks, the scarcity of bigs in the draft. I feel really safe with Luka, so I'm okay taking a risk on someone like Anthony Davis in the second round. Um... He's going to give me good blocks, but also won't cause me to... uh, My points are going to still be strong um, compared to someone like a Rudy Gobert who might um, cause me to have to make that up later in the draft. But I like Anthony Davis. He's still going to give me some good assists and steals from a center position. Should get me a steal per game, three assists per game. The rebounds that he's dropping from an Anthony Davis, you make up with with Luka Doncic as your point guard who's getting you eight or nine rebounds a game. So that's fine. Um... You're lacking the threes, but again, you could you could look to punt that. Or, but again, Luca is going to be shooting enough that you could make that work, and you could look to get someone who's going to give you some threes later on, at least enough to beat the other punt free throws or the other punt threes teams. So, I think that those three guys would be my ideal preference. Um, 
I would go LeBron James over Rudy Gobert and see if you can get your blocks later. Uh, I just think that LeBron and Luka just do very well together with their points, rebounds, assists, threes. Um, your steals are decent still as well. Um, you just need to make sure you look after your blocks later on. I think that is very key for this kind of a build. So uh, for me, Luka Doncic, he's a really nice player. I wouldn't even blame you for drafting him ahead of those other guys in front of him in Durant and Embiid just because it puts you in a better punt strategy build, in my opinion, than the other two. Um, but in terms of per game or, or punt rankings, I do have Luka at about this spot. So... Those are the guys that I think we should be pairing with Luca. Uh, let me know what you guys think so far. Comment down below. What would you be doing to pair with Luca? Would you be going into a punt free throw percentage? Would be, Would you rather a punt field goal percentage? I think that punt free throw is the better way to go with Luca. Um, just me personally, but let me know what your thoughts are as well. And make sure, if you want more help with these kind of things, guys, head over to ballboysnba.com, subscribe to our season guide, and you'll be able to see a lot of this information on here with everyone's punt rankings, my thoughts on them, where I think they should be going in drafts, and how that compares to things like the Yahoo rankings, so where you can get good value as well. Um, the next guy here that we've got with James Harden at number six. So again, this is where I would take James Harden at the sixth spot. Again, I'm going to list some names here that they might not be available, but just in case that they are, if Tyrese Halliburton is available, if people are falling asleep or you get James Harden really late, Tyrese Halliburton would be an awesome pairing with James Harden. It would force you maybe into a punt point situation, but that's fine. I think that that would be the ideal situation. You do that, you've got your assist steals, um, your threes, free throw percentage all locked away. That's awesome. You can start to look at some big guys there, uh, maybe to get the field goal percentage back up. So I really, really like that pairing. Um, again, a similar kind of thing. If LaMelo Ball is somehow there, um, yeah, you go with him and do the same thing. But I'm assuming that those guys probably won't be available. But just in case I threw their names in there. The other guys that I really like, I really like a Devin Booker and a Paul George. I'd probably actually prefer a Paul George with James Harden. It makes a bit more sense with the punt field goal percentage build. I'll just lean into that a little bit more. I'll look after my steals a bit more and that kind of a build. Maybe I'm also punting points as well, depending on who comes back around in my third pick. I know they're both guys that score 23 points per game, but when you compare them with the other guys around them, it's you still might be a little bit behind. So just keep that in mind. Um, but the threes, the assists, the steals, the free throw percentage are all going to be elite. Um, and, you know, you can still get a lot of guys that fit that build as well. So Paul George would be my number one realistic option. Um, Devin Booker is there as well. Again, if you want to focus a bit more on that scoring, you can do that. This would allow you to be so, so, so strong in free throw percentage as well. You would uh, easily be leading that category pretty much if you manage to get that pairing. So you can maybe take a few guys later that aren't the best free throw shooters. It gives you a bit more leeway in a, in a build like that. And then the other guy that I also really like in this build is Cade Cunningham. Um, I like Cade Cunningham. He's... I'm expecting a big year from him. As soon as you punt the turnovers and you punt the field goal percentage, he skyrockets up the rankings, which is what you would be doing here with a James Harden. So you start off with Cade and James Harden, and uh, you're strong in assists. The rebounds are really good with your two guards. Your blocks are decent for your two-point guards. Um, Your free throw percentage is strong. The points are are, are decent. It's not auto-punt worthy, but you, you maybe want to address that with your next pick. Um, the threes are solid. 
yes, your shit and turnovers and your field goal percentage is going to suck, but who cares? I think that that is um, probably... Look, you could even argue that I like that a little bit better than the Devin Booker pairing. Um, Devin Booker might be quote-unquote ranked higher, but I do like the pairing with Cade and James Harden. I think that they're going to work very nicely together. So I wouldn't consider that a reach if you got those two together and you went Cade in the second round in that type of a build. And then the last guy here, I've got Freddie Van Vliet. Um, He's... Fits really well in a punt free throw, sorry, a punt field goal percentage build. I am a little bit concerned about his knees, um, so I don't really love it when you pair it with someone with James Harden, who's also had some injury history in the past. Harden more so with the soft tissue. Fred Van Vliet with the high minutes under Nick Nurse and the knee injuries that he's had in the past. So I don't love it, but it does work nicely with a punt field goal percentage build, but I'd probably be preferring the other guys ahead of him. But definitely someone, if you like him, that I would consider. At number seven, Jason Tatum. Now, again, this is where you're going to start to see a few names come up again and again and again because at this sort of range of the draft, it's so hard for me to tell who's going where. So if they're available, Kyrie Irving and Tyrese Halliburton, please, if they're available, book them into your team, lock it in. If Damian Lillard is available, get him into your team. Those three guys um, Probably in that order, although, sorry, no, I'd probably go Damian Lillard, Halliburton, Irving in that order. But if those guys are available, I think that you're looking really, really good. You're looking at a nice strong punt blocks build, um, maybe a punt free throw, sorry, field goal percentage as well. If those guys are not available, then I might look at someone like a Paul George and a Devin Booker again. So similar kind of targets to a James Harden. Maybe you don't reach on someone like a Cade Cunningham because with Tatum, you might not necessarily want to throw the turnovers completely out the window. Um, So you you might want to also look after the steals a little bit more, which is why I've got Paul George there. Um, So again, I've got Paul George over Devin Booker just for those steals. That's just that steals value. You're starting with two forward players that are really decent in assists. Um, so then you can get a point guard on your way back around. Your rebounds will still be decent. Um, free throws and threes will be awesome. Points with Tatum and Paul George should still be really competitive. So I do really like a Jason Tatum and Paul George pairing. The other name that I've thrown in here, again, is Kawhi Leonard. I'd consider it, especially if you are feeling really confident with um, Tatum. Kawhi Leonard in a punt blocks build. Is nice. Again, though, just depending on your playoff settings, I'm starting to think this might be a bit too high for Kawhi. I'd probably rather him towards the back end of the second round, but it is someone that you could consider definitely pairing with Jason Tatum. But again, just check your playoff settings when they are because I don't love the Clippers' playoff schedule this year. And uh, with Kawhi's scheduled rest time, I just, yeah, not, not really falling in love with it. But if you can get a Tatum, Paul George, or a Tatum, Devin Booker, uh, pairing, I think that that is a really, really nice start to your draft. Um, so, yeah, sign me up for that one. And the next one here, Steph Curry. Again, a lot of similar names here. So if I can get a Steph Curry with Damian Lillard, a Steph Curry with Kyrie Irving, a Steph Curry with Tyrese Halliburton, I'm doing it. I'm pulling the trigger because those guys, to me, are all first-round players or close enough to first-round guys that sometimes do slip in drafts. Again, Similar kind of names. I, I do like Steph Curry. This time I prefer Steph Curry with a Devin Booker. So I prefer Steph Curry with a Devin Booker than a Paul George. Again, maybe you look to go with a bit more of a punt steals and blocks build. Um, I also like Devin Booker with Steph 
as a bit more because Steph might be resting a little bit more than say like a Tatum. I expect Booker to be a bit safer than Paul George, so I've just given the the nod to to Paul George. Uh, sorry, to Devin Booker over PG in this scenario. And then lastly, again, Paul George is an option there as well. If you want to, then punt the field goal percentage. I think the Steph Curry's field goal percentage is going to be better this year. He's He had like one of the worst field goal percentages that he had this um, last season. So I think that that's going to bounce back. So I don't necessarily think you've got to put yourself into a punt field goal percentage build. So for that reason, Devin Booker, to me, gets ahead of Paul George with a Steph Curry pairing. Um but again, Paul George is there. And then, again, I'm going to throw him back in there. It's a very similar list to a Tatum. Kawhi Leonard is someone who I definitely would consider. But again, I don't really love the pairing this early um, just because of that playoff schedule. But it would put you in a nice punt block build. And I think that that's a good way to go. All right, LaMelo Ball. Here we go again. So LaMelo Ball, I've got Jason... T- sorry, LaMelo Ball. If you, again, can pair him with Tyrese Halliburton... If you compare him with a Trey Young, if you compare him with a Damian Lillard or a Kyrie Irving, I say do it because those guys again, they're they're gonna be they're gonna be the ones that really set you apart in the points, in the assists, in the free throw percentage, in the steals categories. I just think that there's a very clear top 14-ish amount of players. And as soon as you get those two guards together, you're putting yourself in a really strong position. So you're going to hear those names a lot towards the end of this this draft list because I think if you can pull that off, you're looking, looking really, really strong. Um, and I'd be happy to do so. I think if you don't get one of those guys for a Lamello ball again, I'd be very happy to take pull the trigger on someone like a PG Again, with similar to like a James Harden, those Lamella Ball and James Harden are kind of similar players. They're not going to give you the highest amounts of points, and Paul George won't probably won't give you twenty five a night either. So you might find yourself in a bit of a punt point situation and a punt field goal percentage. So you might just have to look after either the points in the third or fourth round, or the field goal percentage, or try and do both. It's not normally one that that works super well together, the field goal percentage and points. So just be mindful of the fact that you've got two guys that are under 25 points per night, more than likely. You still are going to have to look after that category fairly heavily and fairly early on in the draft. Um, So just do keep that in mind. And again, Kawhi Leonard would be someone I'd be considering if I wanted to punt the blocks. Uh, I feel comfortable with LaMelo and Kawhi. Again, LaMelo is someone that is fairly durable in my opinion. He's a young player. I think he's going to be out there a whole bunch. So I'd be more comfortable pairing a Lamelo with a Kawhi than maybe a Steph and a Harden with a Kawhi. And again, you've got two guys who I think can be top 10 players in the league uh, for fantasy playoffs. Um, you do have to worry about the Kawhi schedule, but again, make that assumption on your own. Make that adjustment for yourself because I don't know when your playoffs are. So I think, yeah, you're seeing a lot of those same names, Paul George, Devin Booker, Kawhi Leonard, um, as options for those guards when you can put yourself into a punt blocks or punt field goal percentage build. I really do like the punt blocks build this year just because of the lack of guys and big guys out there. Um, So I think that, yeah, you, you are hearing the same sort of names, but I think that that's for a reason because I'm very high on those guys and I think they pair nicely with these players. Carl Anthony Towns is an interesting one. You might hear some different names here from me now. I am uh, Carlton Towns is kind of very open. At number 10, I've got Cat here. Again, centers. I'm going to move him up my rankings a little bit because I think there is a lack of centers on the board. 
And again, if you can get him with some of those guards, LaMelo Ball, Trey Young, Damian Lillard, Tyrese Halliburton, Kyrie Irving, if any of those guys are on the board, I do that and I do that without thinking. The other guys that I would consider here, I would consider LeBron James. I would also consider Anthony Davis and pivoting towards a punt free throw percentage build. I think that those guys are good enough to do that. Um, Carl Anthony Towns is not strong enough in any one particular category to, or, or weak enough in any one particular category to force me into a punt. So I think if you find yourself um, with none of those guards available, I would then pivot into a punt free throw percentage build and grab a LeBron James, grab an Anthony Davis, whichever you prefer, and start to look at that kind of a strategy. And then you've started your draft off with, if you've got AD and Carlton Towns, you've, again, you've got those two big centers that, again, will give you good points, which is hard to find from the center position, um, will give you good rebounds, good assists from both of those guys. Um, you get some threes from Carlton Towns. So that's all very, very nice. I think that that's a good way to go. Or if you go with LeBron James, you've got those assists, you've got those steals, you've got the rebounds and threes. The field goal percentage is going to be really nice from both of your players. So I think that that would be the way that I would go about it. I don't know if I'd necessarily... I prefer those guys over Kawhi Leonard because it doesn't, again, it doesn't feel as perfect of a pairing as a Kawhi and a Carlton Towns compared to Kawhi and one of those other guards when you are punting the blocks. Um, So I think I just prefer to go with the AD or LeBron James, I think that their ceiling is a little bit higher when you factor into account their punt builds. So for me, those are the guys that I am considering with Carl Anthony Towns. Um, and then the last one here, or sorry, last couple, this is where you can have fun. And this is why I really love the 11 and 12 picks in the draft, because you will be able to get a combination of Trey Young and one of LaMelo Ball, Kyrie Irving, Damian Lillard, Tyrese Halliburton, um, you'll be able to get two of those guys because in my eyes, there is 14 players in the draft that are first round. Kyrie Irving is probably the one that maybe a lot of people will disagree on, but as long as he's not your first pick and you've got someone like a Trey Young or you've got someone like these other guys that I feel very comfortable with, um, I'm very happy to make that my second round pick. He's going to be probably your best player per game um, and just cross your fingers that he's going to be there. So it, especially when you're picking late in the draft, you maybe have to take a few more risks because you don't have those safe elite guys. So Kyrie Irving is your ticket to do that. Um, and then you've got to draft a bit safer for rounds three, four, and five, but that's fine. Um, yeah, so to me, you're going to get two of those guys. You're not going to have to worry about reaching for a Paul George. You're not going to have to worry about reaching for a Damien, sorry, um, a Devin Booker. You're going to get two of those guys. So in my rankings, if I have Trey Young, my order of preference, if you ever have a choice, although I don't know if you will, <laughs> if you ever have a choice, I would like to go LaMelo Ball. I'd probably go uh, Kyrie Irving second, Tyrese Halliburton, and then Damon Lillard. Just because LaMelo and, and Tyrese and Kyrie all have a bit more in the way of steals, Trey Young's not the biggest steals guy in the world. Damian Lillard isn't a big steals guy either. So I want a little bit of steals in that kind of a build. So those guys just get the nod for that reason. Um, but again, it's it's kind of horses for courses. I see them all very, very similar. So if you have a preference or another guy, I say trust your gut and go for that one. But you're going to get another two of those guards. And very similar for the 12th pick. Um, you're going to get one of those four guards or Carl Anthony Towns if he falls to you. Carl Anthony Towns would fit into this little range here as well. So, um, again, at number 12, I have Damian Lillard. You, uh, you could also be drafting Tyrese Halliburton. So those are the two guys in my 12 and 13 spot. 
If you get those two guys, awesome. But I would love a pairing of Tyrese Halliburton and Lamelo, Tyrese Halliburton and Carl Anthony Towns. You're just looking for those last few guys to sort of pair together, and I think you have to a really good start in either a punt field goal percentage build or a punt blocks build or both. I think that that's just an awesome way to start. So again, I've said this many times, if I can't get picks one or two, I would love picks 11 and 12 because I think you've got really, really good two players that you can pair together. So for me... That's the pairings video done. Let me know down below if you have any questions. I will also be doing a Roto pairings video, which will be very different to this one because instead of building on a player's strengths, you're going to be covering their weaknesses. So there'll be different pairings in that video. So stay tuned for that if you're keen on Roto. and if Or if you aren't keen on punting and you want a bit more of a balanced approach, that would be a good video to check out as well. But make sure you give this video a big thumbs up. Head over to ballboysmba.com. Subscribe over there for just 10 bucks for the whole season. And I will see you guys next time. Laters.